Now, I recall another example where I used a variation of the silent close along with the special price close. And I'm going to talk about the special price close. And this is something you don't want to give all the time. This is something you want to save from time to time. And the reason that you may give this, first of all, is to keep momentum up. And you may have to give the discount out of your commission. You may have to give a friends and family program that your company may give from time to time. And you may not earn much off this in the form of commission. But it's to keep your momentum going and it's to keep your customer happy and make certain that you and the customer are a winner. Now, I was selling water filters and I was really on a roll. And this was last call. This was 9 o'clock at night. I recall this vividly. This was in Maple, Ontario. Maple, Ontario is an Italian community just north of Toronto. And we went into the house. Brennan didn't have a last call, so I said, come on in with me. I was on a super roll at this time, and I took Brennan with me, and I couldn't really get control of the presentation. The wife had a couple of young kids. They were up. She was trying to put them to bed. She wasn't really all that interested, which was odd, because usually out of the husband and wife, when we were selling water filters, the wife was more interested in the pure water than the husband. But this time, the husband was much more interested in the pure water than the wife. So I did the presentation, and I went to my clothes, and he said, no, i got to talk to my wife about it. She was upstairs putting the kids to bed, and he wore the pants, and I really felt that I could close them. And in the water filter business, the whole presentation, in Toronto anyway, is based upon the fact that the water comes from Lake Ontario. There's 56 chemicals in there. And 23 of them have been proven to cause cancer. And the local filtration plants don't take them all out. And this is a proven fact. And I'm really hammering this home. And I crossed the line. I made it appear that if he didn't buy the water filter, he didn't care about his children. And I'm going to tell you, this was one big dude. This fellow was about 240 pounds, solid muscle. And if he wasn't a bouncer for a living, he could have been one. I weigh about 170, and my brother's a little bit heavier, but between the two of us, I don't think we stood a chance. And realistically, going and getting in a scrap with your customer is not really the goal of a sales superstar. And I can honestly say I've never been in a fight, and I'd not been assaulted or touched by a prospect up until that time. But when I inferred that he didn't care about his family because he wasn't buying my water filter, he said, that's enough. And he grabbed my collar and said, it's time for you to leave. And at the time, I knew I'd cross the line right away. But I still felt I had a chance to make the sale. So I silently packed up all of my equipment. And over a 10-minute period, there was an uncomfortable silence in the house. And I packed up and I walked out to the front door with my equipment. And I knew he wanted the water filter but I knew I'd insulted him. So I turned around and I said, sir, I said, first of all, I'd like to tell you that I apologize for insinuating that you don't care about your family because I know you do. And realistically, Italians are great family people, very proud people, and I crossed the line. And again, I apologize but I know that you want to have pure water in your home for you and your family, so here's what I'm going to do. The regular price of the countertop system is $11.99. I'm going to reduce my commission. I'm going to give it to you for 9 dollars 
I'm not going to make a lot of money on this, but I want to apologize. I want to give you a special price. You understand I've installed many in the area, and most people have paid the full price. So I have to ask you to keep this between us. Would you promise me? And I put out my hand, and he shook my hand. And I went in and installed that water filter, and he had pure water. And I got that deal. And we were both happy. And the fact is, is I gave him a special price. There was a reason. I made an error. I reduced my commission, and I gave him a special price. But did you notice on the close that my actual close was, and you have to promise me you'll keep it between us, okay? And I held up my hand, and he shook it. That was my close. So it was assumption. I used silence to build up to it, and I used the special price. I mean, let's understand that everybody uses the special price close in the automobile business. This is something everybody uses. In the clothing business, everybody uses the special price. You as a salesperson, if you can build the special price close as a very last close into the odd deal, because you shouldn't have to use it all the time, but your goal is to sell almost everybody you speak to as long as they need your product or service. And why would you be talking to them if they didn't need your product or service? So you need to have this in your arsenal. You need to have special price. If you can, you need to have it. You need to find a way to do it, and you need to close the deal. So keeping your momentum up means using all of your closes, every single close. That last chance close, the special price close, you could call it a family and friends close, whatever you want to do, it has to be done properly. You have to give a reason. For example, I gave him a reason. A reason was simple. I apologized, I lowered my commission, and I gave him a special price. Whenever we drop a price, we have to give a reason. We can't just start off at $2,000. Oh, they don't like that. Well, I'll give it to you for $1,500. No, don't like $1,500. Would you like to pay $1,400? No, don't like $1,400. I'll give it to you for $1,200. We obviously can't do that. We are not an auctioneer bidding down our product or service. That lowers our product or service. The reason that we drop a price is either A, we're giving a lesser variation of our product or service, or we have some built-in way to do this. For example, as I said, at U Weight Loss, we could back out some of the maintenance time. We could always add on more maintenance time after, and this would reduce the price. Now, in between asks, meaning you've done your first ask and you've not got the sale, and you want to go to a second ask, you can't go to it right away. Quite often, the reason that the person's not giving you the decision is because they're not fully convinced why they should own your product or service right now and why they should make the decision right now. And obviously, you need to go to the next chapter on handling objections to go over all of the objection handling there. But one of the main things you have to do is you have to go back to creating need and building value, two of the fundamentals of a perfect presentation. For example, in the weight loss business, if the person doesn't want to make the decision now, you need to go back to the reasons or the experience of actually being at their perfect weight and recreate this and recreate the excitement before you go to your second ask, which may be a lesser variation, some type of drop price of your product or service. You have to create 
some more need in between, and there has to be some buildup in between. You can't just start dropping your price, dropping your price, dropping your price. So there always has to be some buildup. There always has to be a recreation of need. There has to be a recreation of value. Plus, you have to handle the objection head on. If somebody says, I want to think about it, you need to handle that head on. You can't be rude about it, but you need to say, Mary, on average, most of our clients do say to us they want to think about it, but on average, when they leave, they don't. Because why? Something happens to the kids, something happens to the house, and nobody wants to take care of themselves. So let's make the commitment today. I'm going to do this special price for you. We're going to have you lose all your weight, and I'm going to make sure that six months from now, when you hit your goal weight, you're going to feel fantastic, okay? And you close the sale. So the fact is, is that you need to resell before you come back and do your secondary close. Now, how many times can you ask for the order? How many times can you close? Well, I personally have one theory on this and one theory only. If you have good rapport with your client, meaning that if you really are selling for them and with them, not to them, if your heart and soul really believes they should have your product or service and you have great rapport with your client, meaning you're getting along with them, they can feel that you're really doing it for them and you really are doing it for them and you can still see some light at the end of the tunnel, meaning you still think there's a chance that you can make the sale, you should ask again. There's no such thing as being too aggressive as long as you're getting along with the prospect. They're not annoyed. There is some real need. You like them. They need your product or service, and you believe there could still be an order. On average, after getting an objection, you will need to ask for the order three to five times. But I actually recall asking for an order and getting it on my 17th ask. Now, what in the world do you think that does to you as far as your confidence goes as a salesperson? Well, if you can get someone on the 17th ask, you should be able to ask at least five times. And realistically, if you're not able to ask over and over, you're not going to close a lot of deals. And you cannot upset people. You can't get people annoyed. You can't be a pest. You have to be in it for them and with them to do this. One mistake that many new salespeople make is they don't go through all of their closes. One of the keys is you have to go through all of your closes to every last close because you never know when you're going to get the deal. I've closed a lot of deals, especially early on in my career, where I didn't think I was going to get the deal, but there was a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, and I kept going, and I got the deal, and wow, what did that do for my confidence? What did that do for my momentum? What did that do for the prospect? I mean, we were both happy. Remember, when you make a sale, after doing a long presentation and closing over and over and over again, who's happy? Are you happy? Is the prospect happy? You're both happy after the sale's been made. But after you do a presentation and you get a no, whether it's after one ask or five asks, who's happy? Is the prospect happy? Do they seem elated? Are you elated? Well, of course not. So your goal, again, is to close the sale. Many salespeople get greedy 
and they always want to sell at the highest price. I've seen this in my own salespeople over and over and over again. They go and sell a $10,000 package for our True Star program. They make a nice big commission, and then they go and do presentation after presentation after presentation and come back and tell me, oh, it wasn't the money. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing right now. It's always the money. The reason that people don't buy things is always the money. Are you telling me if there was no money to be paid for this that they wouldn't have bought this? Well, no. Well, why didn't you go through every last close? Well, they said that they're going to go ahead with it. And I want to make the highest commission is something that I finally drag out. Look it. In this business, you want to have momentum. And when you lose momentum, the customer senses it and they sense that they're desperate. You never want to get into a situation where you're desperate. You always want to be selling. So if you have to give a lesser offer and make a lesser commission because you're not selling as much of a product or as much of a program and at least make a sale and move on, you're going to get better and better and better at selling. And the key is in life, isn't the key to be getting better and better at what you're doing anyway? rather than being greedy and waiting for the deal, and ironically being greedy by waiting for that one big deal here or that one big deal there, you actually go broke. So ironically, again, this does not work. Go through every last close every single time. 